This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. Every week on this show, we dive deep into an aspect of food in Malaysia, from speaking to chefs and restaurateurs about their restaurants, to exploring the origins of certain dishes, to geeking out over tasty discussions with food friends or experts. On this week's show, in light of the latest lockdown developments in Malaysia, I'm taking this opportunity to highlight certain food businesses, some small restaurants or bakeries around town that have been hit hard with the ever-changing, pretty frustrating SOPs, in hopes of helping their business in some small way. I know this show is but a tiny segment of BFM's larger program, so the impact that this show can make might be limited, but I just thought to share some of the places that I think deserve our attention and love. I know there are a lot of restaurants out there that are struggling right now, and we won't be able to cover even a fraction of all these businesses on this show. And so if you have the capacity to do so, I highly encourage you to support those businesses that are struggling in your area, whether it's through financial aid, sharing on social media, or simply just ordering a meal or two from them. Also, there is an increasing number of organizations providing food aid to those in need all across the country, so get involved wherever you can. It's a crucial time for us all to band together, despite us being on this uh, seemingly sinking ship. But hopefully, there's help and hope on the horizon. Anyway, for today's episode, we're speaking with Okamoto-san from Old Hands Cafeteria, which is a small bakery in Glomak Central in Kampong Sungai Kayu Ara. The place actually opened up in May this year, and the owner, Okamoto-san, is from Japan, and he makes the softest, puttiest mochis and some really delectable taiyakis, along with some classic bread buns and Japanese pastry too. So check them out if you can, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Okamoto-san. Welcome onto the show. Hello. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time to to be on our show. And and right now it's just after your work day, after ah. you finished baking up everything. So you must be like super tired, no? <laughs> it's okay. So um, yeah, I recently heard about your place, and I have a real soft spot for Japanese desserts and mochi and taiyaki, and you make a lot of these uh, beautiful, beautiful desserts and. I would just love to to find out about you and and your story. How did you first get into making Japanese pastries?、Uh, how I learned to bake bread.、Uh, after graduate university, I'm looking for the job in my hometown. Then one bakery got in my hometown, so I joined this bakery. Then, but actually, I want to go abroad. To get work, then this company have a shop in Malaysia and Singapore last time. So I just joined this company. Ah. Then I start to learn to bake bread. Right. So the first time you you learned to bake bread was in your hometown. You said this was back home in Japan. Yes. After graduate the、uh, university, I go back to hometown. Then join the company. 
and start to decorate. Mm. And because I read that when you came over to Malaysia, you used to work under the Japan Club. Is is that the company you're referring to? Yes. But before I come to Malaysia, around 20 years ago, I visited Singapore to operate the bakery for this company uh, mm. around 12 years. Then go back to Japan, then come to Malaysia to operate the bakery. But uh, unfortunately, we cannot op- open the bakery, but we opened the cafe in Japan Club. Ah, so it was in the Japan Club. It was just like small cafe uh, that you yes. were baking out of. Yeah, but before we open the cafe, we sometimes uh, on weekends. Uh, op- operate the small kiosk to sell our taiyaki and our mochi first. Ah, right. Around three years. Then after three years, lady, we start to op- operate the cafe in Japan Club for three years. Ah, okay. Yeah. So from Japan Club, how did mm. you then go into uh, you know think about opening your current cafe, Old Hands Cafe? Oh. After we close the uh, cafe, then I meet the our uh, my partner to operate the this new cafe together. So luckily, I get the uh, good person to be a business partner. Hmm. And and you opened just a, a few months ago, right? Uh, nearly just one month only. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really recent. Yeah. Wow. Yes. How how was it like opening during the pandemic? Oh, actually, I <laughs> I imagine under uh, uh, MCO under this location, I don't think so so many customer <laughs> come to our shop. But uh, fortunately, uh, so many customer, so so many people come to visit our cafe, and uh, of course. Uh, online sales also are quite many. I mm. never <laughs> imagine. Yeah, and and were most of these customers were they already your regular from uh, from the Japan Club last time, or or, or were they uh, a lot of new customers? No, only few people I met in Japan Club, and only few Japanese come only. Almost uh, the local people come to our shop. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really. Really nice and encouraging to hear. Mm. Uh, yes. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of Malaysians uh, have a soft spot for Japanese desserts, especially the ones that you make. Uh, so you are known for your mochi and your uh, taiyaki as well recently. And I, I've seen that you know those have been really quick to to sell out almost like every day or, or at least like on the weekends. Yeah. How how yeah. did you create that craze over your mochis? <laughs> Uh, for bands, I study in Japan around twenty years. But around this ten, nearly ten years, I never make bread. <laughs> no chance to make bread. But uh, I uh, luckily I never forget to how to make bread. <laughs> so, <laughs> so lucky, so lucky. And uh, about mochi, after we opened the kiosk in Japan Club. I study how to make. Then I adjust the ingredients, everything. 
Mm. Right. Is there a secret technique to making mochi? Because you you know, have you seen those viral videos of the Japanese like pounding mochi with a uh, yes with a mm. big uh, hammer? Yeah. Do do you have to do that, or what's your technique? Um. Yeah. We use the um, special flower, some special flower from Japan. Here we cannot get. I try to make use. Uh, with local flower, but I cannot get the uh, soft and uh, no sticky texture. Mm. So no choice. Uh, we take from Japan. Right, it's a Japanese like mochiko flower, was it? Yeah. Ah, have you tried the like Malaysian version of uh, mochi? Uh, yes. Like we call it mochi, right? Yeah. Yeah, but quite nice, quite okay. But some of them is a bit sticky. To mm. the tooth, so and uh, some is uh, too sweet, and uh, maybe if Japanese style directly bring to here, I think too sweet also. So I adjust the sweetness mm. to the local also. Right, right. Oh yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, you so graciously <laughs> sent over some mochi to to me to taste and i have it yeah. here i know <laughs> listeners i can't see it but i have it in my yes. hands and i'm gonna eat it thanks so much again for uh sending these mochis over the texture i can feel it is not it's very different from the malaysian kind of or the mm-hmm. malaysian chinese mochi right which yeah. is a lot stickier and you have to eat with like a yeah. toothpick or like your your spoon but this one you can grab by the hand and let me give it a taste Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, you know what? I think you're really right. It's like, so I've went, I've been to Japan before and had the mochis there, uh, mm. the daifuku mochi, and it's always very overly sweet, right? Like the atsuki mm, paste inside yeah. is very, very sweet. Yes. But I think you've managed to balance it to suit the Malaysian preference. Like Malaysian aunties always say, oh, this is very nice. It's not too sweet. And mm. and I think this is like the perfect level of sweetness. Uh, oh, this is really nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much, Okomoto-san. Hi. Mm. So, besides mochi, what are some of your other products that, that have done really well? Uh, taiyaki also uh, quite sellable. Almost every day online, uh, all the order finished ready. So, uh, for working, we can't stand by so much, until, so many until now. Mm. And taiyakis are those like fish-shaped, uh, yeah, fish-shaped wafer. Pancake. Ah, fish-shaped Japanese pancake. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm. And and you don't really see much of those in, in Malaysia, actually. So I think you're very smart to, to have started like making it and selling it. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that your your taiyakis are like selling out every day. Uh, actually, I think Malaysian people uh, want to like to eat the finger food. Ah. So taiyaki is uh, just nice for the finger food. I think so. I start to make uh, taiyaki here. Then also uh, a, a bit uh, con- easy to control to make. Yeah, you're right, actually. Because Malaysians, we like koi, right? Which is very like a tea time, bite-sized snacks. Yeah, and yes, yes. and in a sense, like mochi and, and taiyaki can easily fit into that tea yeah. time, middle of the day snack yeah. that, that we always have koi around. Yeah. yeah. Are you currently experimenting with like any new products? Um, then we uh, sell our matcha latte or mm. hojicha latte. Uh, we 
take the matcha powder and hojicha powder from Kyoto. Ah, from Kyoto. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Then no sauce sweet also. These two also no sauce. We never add the、uh, sugar. So no sauce sweet, a bit bitter. So goes well with our taiyaki or mochi, I think.、Mm, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So I have a question about like. Japanese versus Malaysian food. So, I've spoken to a few people comparing like the shaved ice desserts of Japan and Malaysia. So, Japan has kakigori, right? Which、oh. is really, really famous. But Malaysia,、yeah. we're known for like chendol and ice kachang.、Mm. Have, have you、mm. tried our chendols and ice kachang? And what, what do you、uh, think about that? I like it <laughs> <laughs> more than kakigori. Chendol <laughs>、uh, is quite nice. Near my house, one famous chendol kiosk. Sometimes I go there and eat. Ah. Oh, quite nice. And the red bean paste,、uh, red bean also quite okay. Right,、I、yeah.、Like、yeah, but it's very different from kakigori, right? Because kakigori is very, very fine, like the ice.、Mm. But chendol is. It's a very simple sauce. Only just simple sauce or red bean paste only. Chendol is、uh, corn.、Mm. And then you have the pandan jelly. Yeah,、mm. yes, yes.、Mm. But both also nice. Kakigori <laughs> also nice. Chendo also nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, uh, very diplomatic uh, stance. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and、uh, well, to bring the conversation to more current issues, having opened like, in the past month and, and being hit with the MCO, how has it been for you? I know you said that you know, your online delivery has been really strong, but since the MCO only, only came around like a week, well, a week and a half ago, like, how has that been for you? Mm. Honestly,、uh, for me, not much different.、Mm. But I just、uh, concentrate and、uh, dedicate to myself and、uh, to my products.、Mm. I never think about other things. <laughs> other things is,、uh, disturb my thinking. So I don't want to think about other things. So just want to dedicate、uh, to my job. To my、uh, products. Right, right. It's really, my, yeah. Our future. It's like focusing on your craft. Yeah. Right. And, and what are your hopes and dreams for, I guess, the next few months or, or the next few years, even? Like, do you have big plans for, for、mm. old hands? Honestly,、um, my skill is not very outstanding to other bakers or、uh, some people, but I think. Concentration and、uh, dedication to my product is not defeated、uh, with them.、Mm. So I just want to continue to concentrate and dedicate to my products mm. sincerely. Mm. Yeah, and, and yeah, I, I love that like, dedication to, to your craft and, and your products. Yeah,、uh, actually, we start to operate the cafe. But uh, uh, under this MCU and the MCU condition, we cannot operate cafe. But if this、uh, MCU is over, we have to start to operate the cafe. So we have to start to make some new item or some dessert or some food for customer.、Mm, right. So look out for those things that、uh, Okamoto san is going to bake up. 
<laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, uh, Okamoto-san, for uh, yeah coming onto the show and and for sharing your story and and uh-huh. really for sending over these uh, mochis. They're uh-huh. really really deductible, and and I would encourage anyone listening to to try it out. So thanks so much again. Thank you. Now, that is all for this week's show. To listen to more episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. And as I shared in the intro, I'm using this show, this platform, to highlight certain small food businesses around town during this tough time. My hope is that you'll get more eyes and ears on these businesses to help them weather through this tough time. If you're the owner of a small business or restaurant that is struggling right now, feel free to reach out to us as well. But meanwhile, I hope all of you have been doing and eating okay. This is Jun signing off. You've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.